podcast, your number one source for energy, infrastructure and project finance news, data and analysis. I'm your host, Naomi Wood, reporting to you from London and today is the 6th of June. This week, we're going to focus on the top headlines across Europe as we kick off Proxmo Europe 2022 with icebreaker drinks tomorrow in the beautiful city of Lisbon. If you are joining us this week for Infrastructure Renewables Finance, watch out for our email giving you all of the details on the agenda, our online meeting scheduler and networking events across the next few days. If you aren't joining us in person but you are a Proxmo member, you can sign up to network virtually and watch the sessions on demand. Visit our websites or email the team for more information on marketing at proximoinfra.com. And now for this week's headlines. Greenvolt, via its subsidiary Viridium Solar, has closed on the acquisition debt backing its 83 million euro purchase of the LJG Green Source Energy Alpha 45 megawatt solar PV park in Romania from Samsung C&T Corporation, LSG Building Solutions and Green Source Consulting. The Lions Solar Plant has been operational since 2013 and in 2021 generated EBITDA of 12 million euros. The project's revenues are split between merchant sales and regulated green certificates valid until 2031, the majority of which are sold to E.ON. Greenvolt plans to optimise returns from the plant by either putting in place bilateral unregulated PPAs and or a repowering of the asset in the medium term. Signed on the 16th of May, the debt backing the deal totals 65.2 million euros, split between a 39.5 million euros 6.5 year term loan that refinances existing project debt and a new 25.7 million Euro 6.5 year tranche. Unicredit Bank Romania, Rafsian Bank, and Rafsian International are mandated lead arrangers. Total Erin has refinanced its 487 megawatt Gnerg wind and mini hydro portfolio in Portugal. Gnerg is part of Nova Energia, which was acquired by Total Erin in 2019. Signed on the 26th of May, the debt prefers a 170 BP margin. Banco Santander Tota is providing an 84.1 million euro 4.5 year tranche, a 118.5 million euro 11.5 year tranche and a 17.5 million euro DSRF, much of which will be syndicated down. The EIB is also providing a 55.6 million euro 4.5 year tranche. Over in the UK, England's National Highways Authority has selected the MORE joint venture of FCC Construction, WeBuild and BMO Tunnelling as the preferred bidder for the £1.25 billion contract to undertake the tunnel and main construction work for the proposed A303 Stonehenge upgrade scheme. They will be supported with a design partnership made up of Atkins, Jacobs and the Spanish company Sinir. The contract will only become live once the Secretary of State for Transport has concluded the current process of re-looking at the planning application for scheme, following the quashing of the decision to grant the development consent order last year. The UK government allocated funds in its 2020 national budget for construction of the project. 
Renewable Power Capital has reached a deal on its 528 MW cluster of ready-to-build onshore wind projects located in Sweden's Kramfors and Sollefteå municipalities. The 800 million euro transaction includes the acquisition of the projects and the commitment of the capital required for construction. The four sites are expected to generate power ready for export to the grid in Q4 of 2025. RPC take over responsibility for procurement and construction management. The transaction demonstrates RPC's significant investment appetite stemming from its backing of CPP investments. Unleathered and unhedged acquisition will allow the company to optimise the power contracting and debt financing structure for the sites located in Sweden's North Sundsvall SE2 power price zone. RPC took the same approach on its maiden Finnish and Swedish onshore wind acquisitions and earlier this year announced the signing of a 10-year corporate PPAs for its 171 MW Finnish projects with Elisa Alpik and Gassum. Nusek Infra advised the sellers. Infra Capital has signed a financing agreement with National Australia Bank and Investec for its inland waterway transport assets, BCTN and MCS. The five-year 55 million euro facility comprises a 40 million euro term loan, a capex facility and a 15 million euro RCF with an accordion feature. InfraCapital acquired BCTN, an inland container terminal operator in the Benelux, in June 2021 and subsequently acquired Dutch container logistics company MCS in December that year. The two businesses have since been combined into one platform. The financing will provide funding capability for future growth and expansion plans of the business. And finally, the world's biggest economies are to stop funding any overseas fossil fuel development from the end of this year, in a move likely to choke off some of the investment in carbon bombs that are imperiling efforts to meet the world's climate targets. The agreement could shift about $33 billion a year from fossil fuels to clean energy sources according to analyst estimates. The energy and environment ministers from all G7 countries agreed at a meeting in Berlin to end taxpayer funding for oil, gas and coal projects overseas. The member countries are Japan, the UK, the US, Canada, Italy, France and this year's host country Germany. Projects that are already underway may escape the new commitment. That means many of the carbon bombs, those new oil and gas projects around the world that are in development and if fulfilled will eliminate any chance of limiting global heating to 1.5 degrees Celsius, that The Guardian uncovered in a recent investigation could still be eligible for such public funding. The Guardian found that nearly 200 carbon bombs, of which about 60% are already underway and have started pumping, most of the finance for them is likely to come from private or public sources outside the G7 countries, but overseas public sector finance can be a significant catalyst for new oil and gas projects as it provides reassurance to the private and developing country investors. Alok Sharma, the British president of COP26, said the commitment showed, in the context of the Ukraine war and high prices of fossil fuels, that the transition to clean energy was more important than ever. We are united in the view that climate and environment security are absolute synonymous with energy and national security and I cannot overstate that. 
Solving the global energy crisis and the chronic climate crisis requires the same solution. It's about reducing our dependence on fossil fuels as part of a managed transition. That's all for this week, folks. Thanks for listening. Until next time.